Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Well, uh, Joel, real quick before we uh, get moving into baseball. Panthers, Bruins, Islanders, Hurricanes. Which series is a greater chance of an upset? Probably whoever the underdog is in Islanders and the the Canes, and I guess that would be the Islanders probably. Boston's going to win their series in five games or less against Florida. Well, here's here's the odds for tonight. You tell me who you like in these games. Ready? Carolina's minus 178 against uh, the Islanders. I, I I would probably uh, say that um, I would probably say I like the Islanders in this game. I'm going out on a limb. Islanders win in game one. It's the playoffs, and, and Carolina didn't exactly have a good, you know, end of the regular season, it sounded like, so can't blame you there. Panthers, we like the, we like the Bruins, right, over the Panthers. Yeah. There's no Bergeron for Boston tonight, but as long as they've got Pasternak and Marchand, I mean, you know, they should be able to take care of business against Florida. Tell you the one I think is the toughest one is this uh, Wild versus the Stars. That is going to be an interesting series, really. What do you think about Rangers and Devils? Um, I, I'll go with the, the Rangers because they have a goalie. I mean, you know what I mean? I don't know. The Devils are interesting, though. They are. They're very good. That's going to be a tough series, I think. It feels like one that's guaranteed seven games, isn't it? Yeah. Or at least six. Yeah. Yeah, I would say that. The Penguins may not be in the playoffs this year, but when you look at all these Eastern Conference matchups, they're really exciting. I think that uh, the East is is more exciting than the West. Yeah. What's interesting in the West... uh, um, is that you've got Edmonton, okay, who has been, you know, one of those teams that people keep saying, man, they're they're coming, they're coming. And they just they gotta win sooner or later. It's almost like the the LA Angels where you got maybe the two best players in baseball, but can't get anything done in the playoffs. Meanwhile, Edmonton's got maybe the, you know, McDavid's the best and Dry Saddle's right behind him. 
Right, but the thing about it is, you know, like they, for instance, tonight they play the Kings. They play the Kings in this series. There's a few things the Kings do really well, and one of them is they can make it very difficult to score against them. They do. So if they grind it out like we think they're going to grind it out, in that case, these games are going to be third-period games, you know? At that point, Edmonton's skill and speed and all that other stuff doesn't necessarily matter. You know what I'm saying? In the in the last five or six minutes, it's a game has been grinded down to a to a just a, a slow, you know, methodical kind of game. What do you think? So yeah, I could see the Kings winning two games. What do you think? Yeah, I could see that as well. I mean, I think that that's the most important thing is uh, if you get the two wins. Now you know who knows what happens, but you're uh, you know maybe a. Uh, a puck bounce away from getting a third win, you know? And so I think that's 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 what I would tell you. Um, in, in my mind, it's going to be very, very interesting to see uh, how these, these playoffs sort of play out. But Boston is the team that's like the overwhelming favorite. But I don't know that I necessarily think they're just going to completely dominate everybody. Do you? It's the playoffs. They're, they and – Maybe Florida's going to win a couple of games, and maybe Boston gets eliminated in the uh, second round. Very well could be. Yeah. I'm just saying I think it's going to be interesting. All these playoffs are going to be really interesting. I just think that that's really um, – I kind of can't wait to see uh, what it is. It's the playoffs. It's a different animal. All right. Here's what I did for you, Joel, as we were sitting here. I just just wanted to do something a little, right, to have something little. So I did something you're never supposed to do in the NHL. I have a three-leg parlay, and I, I saved a puck off of all of the totals. So I have over five and a half in the Boston game, over four and a half in the Dallas game, which that one, I don't know if it's going to get to three, to be honest. But you never know. And over five and a half in the Oilers game. What do you think? I think that's pretty good. If you, if you can if you can survive the Boston game, I think the others should be good. At Dallas and Minnesota, doesn't that feel like a game where, you know, both teams might score two goals at least and then you'd be good either way? Uh, yeah, I could see a 2-2 game. That's what you're rooting for when it's four. And the other games you're rooting for it to be three to two and there's an empty netter, you know. Edmonton and L.A., that's going to be really fun. That should be a lot of goals. Yes. L.A.'s got enough to keep that series competitive. Here's my thing, Joel. When you bet the over in a game like that, you're rooting hard for the Kings to score first and maybe even score twice early. Because if Edmonton – well, if Edmonton – Edmonton is the kind of team they keep playing. So if they got up 2-0, they're not just going to take the air out of the puck. But if the Kings were to try to take the air out of the puck, I think that – Edmonton could come back and score. You know what I mean? So, at the end of the day, it's kind of interesting. It's going to be, uh, uh, I think, a great hockey playoffs, great NHL playoffs. It's going to be really, really good. I really, I really believe that. Uh, have you watched any of the NBA playoffs? Just bits and pieces here and there. I still think that, that the Bucs are going to win the East. If it's not them, it'll be the Celtics. The West, I think, is wide open. It is wide open. 
And I'll tell you a game that's really important tonight for the for the uh, sake of uh, uh, is the uh, is the sake of the uh, uh, the Warriors. The Warriors. They better win tonight. You can't be down two nothing. Well, they could be, but my point is, if they get down, if they lose again, the Kings now start to believe, hey, we really can beat this team. You know, because the, the Warriors are still the Warriors, right? That's the biggest thing. So maybe that's an okay thing for Golden State if they're being down to nothing. Right. Um, I think that's important. It's it's really, really important. Uh, uh, you, you have to win if you're Golden State to kind of let them know that you're who they, you know, you are the one that, um, you are the ones that are sort of still in charge. Um, <clears throat> it's important to me uh, to talk about the Pirates here tonight. Even though I might not, I got, I got 20 more minutes, Joel. I don't know if I'm making it 20 minutes. Um, <clears throat> the, uh, the Pirates obviously got a, a really nice, what I would say, even though they, they, they tied, or two to two, I thought it was a nice series in St. Uh, Louis. I did. I thought it was a series where they actually probably played reasonably well, and if it wouldn't, be, it wouldn't have been for Will Crow, that's probably the only downer of the entire thing. If it's not for Will Crow, we're talking about them going, you know, winning three out of four in St. Louis. We're talking about them playing really, really good baseball for four days. We're talking about the fact that, you know, they won one game by pitching. They won a couple of games with their bats. Will Crow, you know what? He's not good enough. It's just when it really is, you know, to me, it really is important um, that they find somebody to put it because it seems like Shelton loves putting him in the game. It really does. It it really, really, really feels like he loves the guy, thinks he's better than he is. It's just it's just incredible. Um, it's just incredible to me, uh, you know, that that he's the guy that he continually turns to. And he's the guy that continually gets the ball in situations that he shouldn't get the ball. Period. But I think that, you know, people need to be careful here with this team. They do. And what I mean by this is that we've had it over the course of time when they have actually gone out and they've gotten to good starts and they've won and they've been ahead and all of the other stuff. And so to me, you know, when we sit here and talk about the pirates, let's wait for about 40 games before we start getting giddy about it. I know people are really giddy now. I see people are really excited. I see people, you know, already starting to talk about some incredible things that might go down, that might happen, you know, and everything else. And, um, you know, 
to me, it's important to remember that. Because we've seen them get off to good starts before. But that isn't necessarily, okay? That isn't necessarily meaning that, you know, it's bad. That they're going to be bad. That, you know, that they're not going to work on. That's the whole point. So I, I feel like, you know, we've just got to make sure that we get to a point where, um, you know, we see what we see. One thing that's, you know, happening with the Pirates, if you look at it, Brian Reynolds was like red hot when the season started. He's cooled considerably, which we knew would happen. You know, Andrew McCutcheon had the big home run the other day. Let's see in two or three weeks if he's still playing at a high level. Not because I don't think or I I I I don't think he's good enough. Not because of that. But because I think that it's 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 really tough to uh understand that Father Time is undefeated, right? It's under it's uh, he's on uh, Father Time's undefeated. And so that's, you know, going to be more difficult. When, you know, if he cools off a little bit or if he has some injuries or whatever. And then you've got, you know, if Brian Reynolds came back to earth a little bit, now all of a sudden, um, that's really what's important, to be honest. And I think that's the that's the most that's the most important thing is um, don't get too giddy yet. Yeah, I know they're playing well. I know they have a winning record. They're nine and seven. That's not. Good. I'm sure there's stretches, right, Joel? Over the last two hundred yard hundred loss seasons, I'm sure there's been some stretches where they've won nine out of sixteen. Has one? Haven't there been? Right. And last year, didn't they start off like winning, like, weren't they like 12 and four over one stretch or something like that? And there were people in town who were, you see, we told you, we told you. That's just, uh, that's just what it is. Really. I think that, you know what? Let's give it some time. Twitter brought to you by South Hills, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram. Peters Township, visit them online, southhillsjeep.com. Text us on the Edgar Snyder and Associates fan text line, 412-928-9370. Edgar Snyder and Associates reminds you to text responsibly. Fan hotline presented by Nemecolon around every corner. Nemecolon creates real-life magic for guests. Listen to Cook and Joe every Wednesday to hear about Starkey's Card of the Week from Baseball Card Castle. Cranberry contests run every Wednesday from Friday, 12 p.m., 93.7thefan.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Well, it's one nothing. 
one nothing, and of course, Joel predicts that this game went three to two. Correct? That's correct. These Islanders and and Hurricanes games, they're always so defensive, so physical, so low scoring. It might be one nothing first five minutes in. It's going to be a three two final score. Whoever wins this. Okay. Well, there you have it. Uh, you just got to now figure out. <clears throat> It's just a, uh, uh, hang on, there we go. We, uh, anyway, it's one of these things. Oh, there we go. Um, <clears throat> so I, I read in the, in the, in the, uh, Tribune review, his story about Dana Petruska, the coach at, I was talking a little bit about this before. The co- the the girls coach at Mars. Been a coach for 37 years. 37 years. She's been a coach. A high school coach. I think she was at Deer Lakes or Riverview or one of those places, but she last uh, X amount of years she's been at Mars, I think 27 years whatever. 500 and more 500 or more 500 or more, uh, you know, more than 500 wins. Right? More than 500 wins. Um, and I think that uh, at the at the end of the day, proven herself to be a really good role model, a really good mentor, a really good, um, you know, person. But she actually decided to hang it up. Joel, do you want to know why she hung it up? I thought I heard about this. Was it, um, you know, parents yes. complaining and getting to her or whatever? Yes. She didn't resign, you know. She's 66. But she just won a state title like four years ago, Joel. She just won a state title four years ago. She was the AP State Coach of the Year. Uh, I mean, I'm sports writers, uh, uh, whatever that little sports writers thing in Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania's coach of the year. So clearly it's not because she can't coach anymore. This year they had a quote-unquote frustratingly bad year. They were 18-9. and She obviously knows what she's doing. But she doesn't want to do it anymore. So you ask yourself, Why? Well, I, 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 I read with real, real, real sort of sadness, actually, when it came to this thing, because to me, um, it really is important that we don't run all the good coaches out of town. But that's what's happening. We're running all of the good coaches out of town. And, you know, I think at the end of the day, that's not good at all for anyone. And so um, I would I would think that, you know, the more and more of these coaches that decide they want to walk away because of their parent groups, eventually 
somebody's got to, eventually somebody's got to step in and say, well, wait a minute, why is this continuing to happen? I don't get it. Why is this continuing to happen and why are we allowing it to happen? That's what I would tell you to me is probably the most uh, most um, disappointing about this. But she was asked about it. She was, uh, she was asked about it. And I thought her answer was tremendous. She said, a, lot, a little bit of everything, but I had parents screaming at me from the bleachers this year. Usually I'm pretty thick-skinned, but I'm thinking to myself, I bust my butt every single day to have this team be successful, including your daughters, and sit up here and don't see what, and you sit up there and don't see what I see every day at practice. A parent screaming at me from the bleachers? I said, I'm done with this. Joel, it's sad, isn't it? These stories yeah. are more and more, aren't they? they good, are. good people, good coaches who just don't want to put up with BS like this anymore. Now, again, let's let's you know be clear. There are some coaches that need to be removed because they're you know anger management issues or because they you know abuse kids in other ways. No, we're not talking about that. This is a really good person who's a really good coach who's done it for thirty-seven years who's had a lot of success, who's been a mentor to a lot of young girls, and she's basically throwing in the towel. Because, because if she, you know, basically if she uh, uh, throws in the towel, she might be able to get some peace of mind for the rest of her life rather than have to deal with all these coaches. And so, I mean, I feel like at the end of the day, you know, we we shouldn't be putting up with a lot of this anymore. We just shouldn't. Because to me, um, it feels like we're losing a lot of people, a lot of good coaches, a lot of good teachers, a lot of good people that work with young young people. We're losing them. And we're losing them because of this kind of nonsense. These helicopter parents with the snot-nosed kid that never, ever want their kid to have to take responsibility. The bottom line is, you know, kids have to take responsibility for uh, some of their own career, so to speak. And to me, um, it's, it's really important that we get back to allowing coaches to coach and teachers to teach, but we don't do that. I almost laugh when I see some of these stories, you know, of parents getting involved in stuff and whatever. It just is important. And so I, I hope that it's, it's good. Uh, I hope that they really kind of figure out that, um, you know what? We shouldn't allow these things to go on anymore. We shouldn't allow parents to dictate who gets the coach and who doesn't.
That's just what really should be. To be honest. I just feel like to me when I read when when I read about an, a, a coach like her not being able to coach anymore or actually it's her own choice but not wanting to coach and the other thing she said that really was really resonated with me I've been accused of showing favoritism towards certain kids I do because those are the kids that bust their butts every day Some of the kids especially lately feel so entitled to playing time it wears you down I'm getting old It's true That's what I'm going to tell you. It's true. I think it's important to, you know, uh, to note that that's that's part of the problem. There's an entitlement that comes with it. There's There's an entitlement that comes with it. And that's really what, you know, these kids, there's a lot of them that that really believe they're owed something. And they're not owed something. That's that's the reality is they're not they're not owed a thing. Um so you know it's 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 a shame but it's true. It's a shame but it really is true to me uh the fact that we've lose you know coaches like this every single year it seems like just from the standpoint of oh well you know parents got to me Parents got to me. That's what I would tell you. Well, they got to me. That shouldn't, you know, good. We don't want to lose good, good coaches uh, because of stuff like this. At any rate, we've got Dan Zangrilli walking into the door. So I guess that means it's time for me to leave. And of course, that's what I'm going to do. Zangrilli's up next with the Pirates pregame. It's 93.7 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 